and welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex, my name's Paul, and if you're in the same boat as us, and you think Rob Manfred is the biggest chode you've ever seen in your entire life, then you're in the right spot. Let's get into it. What's going on, man? How you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. That was wonderful. That was a good opening. Yeah, he's a joke. Happy Valentine's Day, Happy dude. Happy Valentine's Day, boo. Yeah. My wife is my Valentine, uh-huh. as well. well as my dogs. I know. Wow. I'm just going to wear it alone the, and be sad. Wearing the red, the red Henley. It's more like a wine color, uh-huh. but it's real soft. We're just going to glance so, over what I said. It's okay. You can keep going forward. I know exactly. I just figured, you know, know your place. Just, yeah, just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm running out of gas today. Yeah. It's been a great me. day. Yeah. I had to wake you up. Yeah. I'm still on nights <laughs> and I got home from work last night at like seven in the morning and then I didn't fall asleep till like 11 and we're recording this at like four. So. Well, we're supposed to start at four. Yeah. Now it's four fifty. Yeah, it's four fifty. Papa's tired. Papa is tired. That's all right. Instead of like running my dogs out afterwards, you know, and kind of rushing, I got it done ahead of time. Yeah. So yeah, it, there was no big deal. Yeah, we we're have a treat for you that we're going to keep till surprise to the end. Like we were, we our main topic, but we we have a little treat that we're throwing in there for everyone today. <laughs> we'll see if it's a treat. Yeah. I'm going to trust your judgment on that because this is. This is from your end or whatever. Yeah. So we'll, but we got something a little different that's going to be pretty fun. And uh, yeah. So, what is new in your world? I don't know. Um, not, we're both in that like Monday scary mood where anything. we're like, what? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I guess it's kind of new. Um, on Saturday, went and worked at the bar uh, and didn't quit, told them that I was going to have to take a break for a while and figure some stuff out. Cause, uh, I might be moving here soon. Um, so there's some stuff that I want to figure out and, and get put together. So, uh, will be not working there for a while, but work there Saturday for the last time. Uh, so that's okay. interesting slash exciting. Yeah. You deserve a little, a break. Um, I'm going to be starting college back up here soon. Woohoo. Yeah. Look at me being a big boy. Yeah, a big boy. <laughs> That's exciting. When uh, is it going to be? When does the semester start? March. Just because most. Okay. That's interesting. Online schools. When, when is because it's all online, yeah. so they they start their semester. It's not like a set time like a normal university. So, mm-hmm. uh, going to be going to school for cybersecurity, being a super nerd. True. Yeah, but you're gonna you'll make more money than God, though. So, <laughs> um, but other than that. Nothing. Just uh, been watching a lot of hockey. Well, been watching a lot of the Olympics still. Um, but been yeah. watching more hockey lately. It's like the only okay. sport on because I don't really, honestly, and it might be a hot take. I give two shits about basketball. 
okay. Yeah, I, used, I go in and out of it, but for some, some reason, I just don't care anymore. I used to really follow it, and I still know a lot of the big players, which sounds funny because they're all big. Yeah. But, you know, I know a lot of, I know all the big names and then some. Like, I actually have way more than a passing knowledge of the NBA, but I just, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I just don't. I see, I see like highlights and stuff, and, and, uh, see when people like LeBron just passed, uh, was it Kareem's record for all time points in the postseason and regular season? So, damn, I saw that. Uh, but I, and I see stuff like that often, um, just being on social media. But a lot of the stuff, like, I don't watch games, don't really give a shit. I feel that. Like I'll turn it on and I actually I don't really turn it on. I don't know. I just don't really care. Yeah. NBA's in a weird place. I know a lot of people love it and I mean it's entertaining. I'll watch a game. I just See, don't care. Hot take. Another well, hot take. I'd rather watch a round of golf than watch a basketball game. Yeah, see that's where we're different. And I like golf. I mean, I don't watch it on TV or anything, but I have like zero desire to to watch it. Yeah. I can I like playing golf when I get the chance like for work and stuff. I used to get to do it a fair amount and not particularly good, and by that I mean I'm not. I just don't practice at it. But I'll fuck. A, I will fuck some shit up with irons, but I can't drive straight to save my life. If I figure that out, it's listen, Jordan Spieth. It's like over for you. So if I can figure out my golf game, it's it's I can hit the ball a a, a far ways, and I can you use my irons and pitch with the best of them, and then I get on the green, and it's all downhill from there. I can't putt. See. I just don't golf that much, so I wouldn't pretend that this or that. I mean, I putt fine, I guess. I don't know, but I'm pretty. I'm pretty good with irons. Yeah, like I'm, I'm real good with them. It's just I overthink the mechanics on my drive. I have a all, so I slice somewhere. I hit a a uh, 32 foot putt in Italy, which is nuts. Yeah, that is. Yeah, so I I picked the golf ball up and wrote like the distance on it. Like we went and measured it out because I me and three of my buddies went where went golfing. I was like, there's no way I, I hit this. So I kind of, I think what I, what helped me out is I didn't think about it. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to get it somewhere near there. And kind of yeah. looked at it, lined it up and just hit it. And I was like, hold yeah. up, hold on. Yeah. Let's go. Back- oh. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Speaking of hockey though, over the weekend, my uh, in-laws came on Friday through, uh, and then they left yesterday, uh, about two two thirty, and they came for the weekend to help us finish up the nursery. And Taylor wanted to pre prep like ten meals, like dinners and yeah. stuff. So we bought a ton of groceries, like middle of last week, to uh, have in the freezer. That way, when the baby comes next month, that um, you know we'll be able to just they're already made, and you just pop them in. Because I am not a cook. I will clean the whole house. I will do the dishes. I am a man of many talents. I, I'm not a cook at all. See, I, I can bake a little bit. I love cooking. Yeah, I just, I'm a very precise and like, I'm not a like, use your just feeling kind yeah, of like you cook, can't, you, you can't know? cook with love. Yeah, I can't. I, I can bake though. I took that up See, in, baking in quarantine. baking is one of things where you have to be precise. If you're not, it's going to exactly. fuck things you up. You got it, baby. Yo, I, I haven't baked I will, in a while. See, I'm the opposite. I will fuck it up cooking. I Like, I'll be like, huh. And I... I'll I'll follow loosely like a recipe, but honestly, like not not really. Like I I, I kind of just like okay, it needs this this and this, and then I eyeball everything. 
Yeah, I just have zero of that. And and it's just the biggest chore in the world to me. Like, making a sandwich feels like the worst thing in the world. I'll clean the whole house, but making a sandwich for myself is like, do I want to starve? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what it is. It just feels like such a chore. But anyway. Down, like, what I love. I'll throw down and make like a pot of chili and mm. which takes like a decent bit to cook. Like it, it yeah, it, I mean, and it's sit, you throw it it's in a lot of pot. just sitting there. Well, I don't use Like I just use a big ass pot and just oh. let it all. Well, we up. just have a crock pot for it. Yeah. Just dump everything in there at like 10 in the morning on a Sunday or Saturday and let it just sit there all day. Oh, no, Second day chili is always better pot on the stove and just let it, let it sit on there for like an hour and a half, two hours. Now here's okay. here's the question: chili okay. with beans or without beans? You can't have a chili without beans. Okay. That's not chili. That you're, That's not even a question. You're, you're with me then. We had this debate. Yeah, at no, work. Do you, yeah. no, it's not a debate. No, like, talk to you, someone it, from it, Texas. It, well, people from Texas can blow me. <laughs> like you, you cannot have chili without beans. Like I'm, like you can't have that. You can't have pizza without like. I don't even know how to make a. You can't have pasta without noodles. Like I don't, I don't know. Like that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> like, how would you substitute it? What am I missing? Uh, they just call uh, that. They just use meat soup, I guess. They just put ground beef in it. You can put that in chili. Well, yeah, they but just like you that, have to have just beans. Put that in there without beans. It's just yeah. Like, that doesn't surprise me at all. I'll bite my tongue, but that's not chili. Yeah. So we'll fight everybody in. <laughs> the Lone Star State, all of them, just line them up yeah. anyway. But we went to, they helped us make all those meals while Taylor and her mom did shout out to Kristen and Bob. And then we finished the nursery basically. So they went to the store together um, and picked out like a, a hamper for the baby, a mirror, and then a nice picture to pull it together and then kind of staged the nursery. And they were kind enough. They got us like baby quilts, uh, fitted crib sheet and um like a crib skirt so it went from like everything was in the you know nursery to like it's like done it's you know like what i mean everything's where it's supposed now. to be yeah. yeah it's a nursery now i'll send you the pictures afterwards but it looks amazing so shout out to them um, i think uh I, I think kristen posted them on facebook i think i saw them yeah yeah she did yeah. and i mean they did a great job and uh, like I said, it, it's funny. We had like 90% of the stuff in there, but then like just getting it all like done up, you know, and the yeah. next thing you know, it's like, oh my God, the nursery's like done. So shout out to them for that. We also went to a minor league hockey game again, an indie fuel game. They got their shit pushed in by the Cincinnati Hurricanes, I think. Um, so they ended up losing like eight to two. Ooh. So it was, it was bad, but like five seconds, I think I told you about, there was one shit talker yeah. on the indie fuel. As soon as we get in the arena, like two minutes into the first period, he jumps on some guy's back, grabs him by the neck, uses all the force, like, you know, like gravity to pull him onto the ice and then ground pounds the shit out of this guy. And I, he spent like half the game in there. He, it doesn't matter if they lost eight to two because that dude took the biggest L. Like he beat the <laughs> living shit out of this guy. Like I think you got to retire after this ass whooping. Jeez. He literally jumped on him, used all the momentum, slammed his face, and then just started ground pounding. So that was fun. If you haven't, yeah, I know you went to one too, and I've talked about it. If you haven't, go to a minor league hockey game. It's literally like seventeen dollars tickets, and it's yeah. the best. Like you will have a great time. We sat up way higher this time, like higher in parentheses because like our air quotes because and I liked it. I told Taylor they might be even better and they were because you can follow the game more than at like ice. You know, oh, we, we sat, weren't that high. We sat like 10 rows up from the ice. 
Like right at we did like three, like legitimately three the first time we went, like dead ass, and it was cool. But if you're up just a little bit because it's not a big arena, it probably holds like ten thousand, maybe. You know, you can see we were about center ice, so you can follow and see all the, I don't know, the strategy and the swerve, you know, the and all the way the players go. But yeah, I think that's I told you one of my friends' plans about we're gonna so at the. At the uh, arena here, you can buy uh, like lounge, like a like a suite, uh, mm-hmm. and it's right by the ice, and you can get like fifteen people in there. So we're all gonna split it, and then we're all gonna dress up like referees. And anytime the refs make a call, we're gonna lose our absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> there are some good hecklers behind us. This these guys, the whole game, as soon as like as soon as the indie fuel would like you know have the puck and obviously be like. Yeah. Taking it up the ice, and <laughs> that sounds like a funny phrase. Uh, I I know hockey a little bit and the rules, but I couldn't use the lingo, obviously. But this is a baseball pod, so forgive me. But as soon as they would, you know, start like making a play and you know making an offensive push, they would just really be like, "Where are the goalie?" <laughs> <laughs> like every time from like the first period to the edge, "Where are the goalie?" <laughs> that's funny they're just talking so much shit they reminded me of us like when you know the sport and you know how to be funny and you could just heckle Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun so it was a good weekend went too fast but uh but yeah man anyway all right but we got we got to get into this because we got a lot of lockout stuff to update because there have been moves even though nothing will happen spoiler uh there is a lot to get through but why don't we – you want to take some Guardians news here? Yeah, I'll take the Something Guardians kind of news. Fun. Uh, so they came out with the uh, 2022 promo schedule for what it might be if they start on time. These are all, Which I guess, won't. subject to change, um, I would assume. Uh, so uh, for 2022, we're going to have uh, three uh, bobbleheads, three jersey giveaways, uh, Guardians fan uh, accessories – not accessories. <laughs> uh, oh, they're going to be like accessories. And I was going to be like, oh no, well, I got to uh, find a new co host. <laughs> uh, there'll be $10 dog nights, which are the best nights. Um, True. 15 firework nights uh, and two rock and blasts, which are the uh, where they have like a whole firework show at the end, right? Yeah, and it's almost always against the angels yeah. in the middle of the summer. Okay. I couldn't explain it. I just feel I they don't set it up that way. It's just I swear the last like three years it's been against the angels. And then they're gonna have eight kids fun days where I think they let kids Ooh. on the on the field to run around and shit too. I, did you ever get to do that? Because no. I did. Uh, I so the coolest thing I did is uh, I was able to play a game in at Canal Park. When I was yeah, you told me that. It, which it, is like sweet. We played in like our our conference championship was at Canal Park, which is sweet. But did you run the bases at Progressive Field, Alex? I played a game at a minor league stadium. I ran the bases at a major league stadium. So, <laughs> um, okay, no brainer, really. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but my dad, I rem- I can just faintly remember. Just it took. I think we waited for like three hours. I should probably double check with my dad because like little kid time and normal person time are two different things. Yeah. But I just remember the line was so long and I, I got to do it. I can't even remember running them. That's how like I didn't, my core memory is me waiting to do it. But I couldn't tell you yeah. about actually running them. But I want to say we waited in line for like three hours. It was nuts. But see, you wait something in line funny. for three hours to what? Spend a minute. Not even a minute. You know, I'm fast as fuck, boy. I'm so fast. I played a <laughs> even full as a little kid. Seven inning game. 
It was hot as shit. I was in catcher. I remember that. That summer was hot as shit, and I was in catcher's gear the entire time. All jokes aside, that is sweet that you got to do that. But no, they do a great job with all the promos. Yeah. Can I say something really funny that about this, though? So all they literally say on the schedule is bobbleheads and jerseys. They can't tell you who yeah. because they can't use the name, image, or likeness right now of players. It's just like one of those little stupid Unless lockout they do things. like retired players, I guess. No, I don't think you're allowed to associate oh, really? anything. Yeah, because I'll bet you anything one of those have to do with probably retired players. Mm-hmm. But maybe they could, but I don't think so. I don't know. But it's just funny. It literally just says bobbleheads, yeah. jerseys. It's just one of those little details that like, but yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. And in, in, um, I'm going to skip ahead just to this just because it's right on track. So that happened last Monday, today, literally today, Monday. Yeah. They also, uh, the Guardian's account, tweeted out uh, that opening day tickets are now available. And so I just want to transition that by saying, go fucking buy them if you want. I'm going to say something right now. One, it ain't happening on time. So that's going to be a cluster. And I get that they have to tweet that stuff out because you got to pretend. But like, don't buy them. And two, I would refuse, even though I don't live in Cleveland, I would refuse to prepay for any motherfucking ticket right now for the owners. I'll buy gear and stuff, but I refuse to give them any revenue right now yeah. for stuff that, like, one, is going to get rescheduled if you're going for that first month because we're missing a minimum of a month on God. Like, it's gets, it's going to be so bad. But two, if you think I'm giving them a dime of, like, game revenue ahead of to prepay for something like that, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. There's no way. That's just my opinion. Like, and you could draw a line somewhere. Like, I bought Guardians gear, so I get it. I'm not like a purist in that, but I, I would not buy yet, games. So I can say it. Well, I haven't not bought any because I don't want to. It's just because <laughs> I haven't gotten around to it. So I just think it's, they're like, oh, yeah, opening day tickets. And it's like, bro, yeah. Will there be an opening day? But, uh, and then also today, just while we're on it, they tweeted out the pictures of the new road jerseys, and they're available on the team store. And uh, they just have that new Cleveland kind of font. Yeah. You know how we changed it up. See, like, we uh, that still looks like I, I believe you that it's like a, a light gray for some reason, and maybe I'm losing my fucking marbles. It looks like a like a light blue to me from on, like on the screen. Yeah, I, I'm kind of scared for you. We talked about it before we hit record. Yeah. So we quoted the tweet. Uh, I, I said something about like how nice they looked uh, at 216 Baseball Pod so you can see the image we're talking about. But yeah, there's the blue and then the like off the basically off whitish, maybe the lightest color gray ever. And Paul, for some reason, thought it was like borderline powder blue and I'm concerned about him. Yeah. So be sure to donate on Twitter so that we can get him to the eye doctor because Navy Medical ain't it apparently. <laughs> Yeah, I've been trying to get into the eye doctor to see them for for a while. Oh, I was just joking, but no, oh god, they're, they're like, <laughs> oh well, we're booked out for like the next six months. Unless you want the, they're like, unless you want to drive three hours to the eye doctor. I was like, you, what? No, <laughs> no. Yeah, so I just went last week. Got a new pair of glasses. Should be coming in next week. Ooh. No, I'm excited. Mine are. Mine are real, you know, like glasses, you can bend them back, you know, and it, but I've had them for like two years and they're at that point where like, dog, you just need new frames and the prescriptions mm-hmm. out. And the last pair of glasses I got, I cheaped out because they try and upsell you. They're like, do you want this and this and this? And one of the things was like, 
some protective lens and they just threw it all together. And I was like, I'm fine. Whatever. Just give me my glasses. Like I take care of them. Well, one of those things was like the anti starburst and like glare thing. And they're like, Oh, this helps with, I'm like, I don't need that bro. Biggest mistake of my life. Every time I drive just halos in starburst of like any lights, I, I've never been so disappointed. So what what my plan is, is I'm going to get my prescription and I'm going to order some glasses, uh, either from like Oakley or find a different one and get my prescription put into blue light lenses. Yeah. Which is awesome. Cause I, that, I, they, I work on computers all day. I'm a, like, I, I, I'm staring at a screen literally all day. So yeah, you and I wear dedicated blue light glasses yeah. when we have our contacts and we both are right now. Yeah. Biggest change life changer. They're like $11 on Amazon. Go buy a pair. Mm-hmm. If you have, problems with dry eyes or headaches if after work like if you work in an office or something we do it when we play video games because yeah. you're concentrating it is night and day i cannot Your stress it sounds like, like bs concussions so i get headaches yeah. real easily true but like it sounds like such a bs like oh you know millennial thing but like honestly every person i was so hesitant i tried them on and then i was like uh i need these yeah. so i wear them i try and tell everybody I've i know like about four them. pairs I wear them literally religiously as if I didn't ha- I'm blind. I wear them when when I have contacts in as if when I'm sitting in front of a computer like they helped me with vision even though yeah. they don't. I mean I wear that I don't stare at a computer without them on. It will make a world of difference. Yeah, I have but a pair that that's... I leave on my desk here. I have a pair that I leave in my locker at work. That I have two pairs that uh that one that I leave in my truck and another one in case one of them breaks. And once you wear them for like a while, you know, you don't even feel them on your face. And then you'll take them off for a second. You look at your screen and you're like, ah, <laughs> like oh. I do that. I'm like, ah, yeah, whoa. Ah. It's the point where like, I'll, I'll just leave them on like as if I was wearing glasses normally. Like, yeah, to, like I do it. I'll the forget they're on my face. Yeah, I'll forget they're on my face and like go downstairs or something. And I don't know. And then I'm like, crap, now I got to take these back upstairs into the, the second bedroom where like I work from home mm-hmm. and stuff. But Anyway, enough of that. So those are the jerseys. Paul has terrible eyesight yep. and the promo and then, schedules uh, out. Some other things we saw were Tyler Freeman absolutely destroying a medicine ball against a wall. Yeah, which is spicy. Yeah, it's got tweeted out because he had that. What was it? Wasn't it like his sternum or his like? Yeah, I think it was. Didn't he have a, a labrum tear? It's, Wasn't yeah. it a labrum? I thought. I think it's a labrum. Maybe I forget what it was, we could go but he's got some stuff messed up. He had a serious look, injury. I don't feel like doing that. Yeah, he had a serious injury. Yeah, and here he is getting tossed a heavy medicine. It looks like eight pounds. Does this say eight pounds on the video? Eight pounds, I think. My, and we he's just cooking. dog shit. So I don't know. I think it's eight pounds. Someone's tossing it to him. He's catching it and he's doing like that swing motion. And he's just whipping it up against mm-hmm. like a uh, a wall, catching it and tossing it back. So I'm going to say he's healthy right now. Yeah. So you love to see it. And you would not have torn labrum, you know, like chest muscles. It'd be doing that crap. Yeah. You would not be doing that. So that was exciting to see. Todd. And then he's we saw our big boy, big daddy Fran mail put in some work in right field. Yeah. I think it was on Thursday. Yeah. Cleveland. On Thursday. Was it Guardian's Perspective? I think so. Which I'd love to Guardians see that. Perspective. Getting putting in some work in uh, it said out currently training out in Miami, Florida at St. Thomas University, and he was putting in some work in what looks like right field. Yeah, so catching so, some fly balls, just looking like a unit. Yeah, and well, that, not that it's, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but 
Uh, not that it's going to matter because there's a universal DH now. So, yeah, true. I don't. Which know. we all knew. Yeah. Which it's still good to see him putting in work. I mean, become a more well-rounded player. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Like it, it's not going to hurt anything. I think the idea is just flexibility for all the like question mark kind yeah. of players we have, and because there's guys that. Maybe you don't want him in the field as much, but imagine if you could put Ahmed Rosario at two playing DH, okay, and then you allow Andres Jimenez to play short, and then someone else gets to play second, and then Fran Meal is one of your, you know, your right fielder, yeah. or something, you know what I mean? Or or Nolan Jones comes up, mm-hmm. and you you let him instead of playing right field, you which would DH. make sense. You'd probably make let Nolan play right. I think it's just versatility just yeah. so we have some options and I like, want to get those reps as, in. as much as it sucks. And I don't want to think about that, uh, but it's always a possibility. Like let's say a team really needs a, a power hitting right fielder. And now we can, I don't want to use Fran Miller's trades or to trade him away. Cause I love him, but uh, like it's a possibility and you can get like people look for people like that and you, we can get a, someone decent for him. So like, if we trade him at any point, I'll jump off a bridge. Yeah. We would, we would be, I know what you're saying, but we would be getting rid of like four years of control on our absolute masher that we absolutely need. Like he fills, like if we don't have him, we have an even bigger hole. Uh It's not like he's excess to our team. Yeah. But I think it's just for versatility for him and, and getting some reps in the outfield. So he's working on it. He's just a unit. He's just catching a fly ball in that video, but you still love to see it. So uh, do you want to talk about the chode? Yeah, so there's a lot of lockout news, and I'm going to try and just paraphrase this time. It's just exhausting. So Monday, uh, something on topic but a little off topic, uh, AP Sports tweeted out that Major League Baseball has stopped testing players for steroids for the first time in nearly 20 years due to the expiration of the sports drug agreement. So I hope they all are just juicing now. Imagine Fran Meal on and roids. Here's what pisses me off. Uh and they didn't let Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, I never ranted about that. I think just because I'll just get going. But yeah, we didn't let the best offensive player ever in. But uh even though we faced pitchers that were also on steroids and the league knew that he was using them. And if you counted every home run he ever hit as an out, he would still have an OBP that matched Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. It's a real stat, which is absurd. <sighs> anyway, so, yeah, everybody should juice it up. <laughs> Emmanuel Classe right now, like, uh, scratching, y'all got some of them, y'all got some of them roids. <laughs> Just need one hit. Emmanuel Classe is about to come out throwing 109 miles an hour. I know, exactly. <laughs> it's terrifying. With like completely clean, he throws 102. So it's just terrifying to think that he was using PEDs. So oh, that's man. just kind of like a little bulletin. And then on Tuesday, um, Fox Sports MLB tweeted out that Commissioner Rob Manfred is scheduled to address the media on Thursday. And this is obviously after it was pretty quiet. I think leading into this, we hadn't really heard anything. Didn't MLB say that? I think the last episode, because there's just so much bullshit that goes on. I think where we left it last time was that MLB decided to offer the federal mediator, and then obviously the players rejected. And then I think this was the first time we heard anything um, was that he was going to address. And then on top of that, on Tuesday, we learned ah, this is what it is. Rob Manfred 
Dan Hollum and MLB owners were all going to meet at a hotel near Disney World from Tuesday to Thursday. Which and then the players. What's funny to me is that they wanted to specify near Disney World. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, all the hotels and event spaces, but it is funny. Yeah. And then Tony Clark and Bruce Meyer from the MLBPA uh, are meeting with players on Tuesday. On Tuesday, they did, mm-hmm. and then they're also going to meet uh, in Florida later that week as well. Um, but there's no scheduled meeting between MLB and MLBPA, and so we got that news. And then you know we're all counting down to hear Rob Manfred get up in front of a mic on Thursday. Yeah. So, it's like, okay, we'll see. We're waiting for him to pull all the owner's cocks out of his mouth and make a press conference. True, which is his, that's his job, is literally just to be a puppet master for the owner. Yeah. So he's just a scapegoat, really. I mean, he's a chode, but at the end of the day, Rob Manfred is not individually the one. Like, he is and he isn't. It's the owners, and he that's his whole job, is just to be a mouthpiece. Yeah. But So got to remember that, too. That gl- the owners- gl- 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 guzzling it down. <laughs> oh my god, that was a lot. Anyway, tell so me on wrong. Wednesday, tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not. Wednesday, That's and this is serious and sad. Jeff Passan tweeted out that uh, Jeremy Giambi, who uh, played for six years yep. in the major leagues, died at 47 years old on Wednesday, and that was according to his agent. He played with his brother uh, Jason Giambi, who obviously is Jason Giambi and uh, Cleveland legend. Which is actually kind of true, but obviously he played in Oakland for a long time and was a legend there. And New York, um, a, a really good Yankee too. Yeah, so Jason, uh, he played with him in Oakland, Kansas City, Philly, and Boston. And then later on, um, you know, it was reported that it was suicide. So it's just a really sad situation all around. And so our our thoughts and condolences to the Giambi family during this uh, difficult time yeah. and. You know, mental health is health, and if anybody's listening that's having trouble, hopefully, um, you know, reach out. People love you. You know, you're everybody's got stuff going on, and if you don't um, hit our DMs up, shit. Yeah, seriously, anybody yeah. can. We'll we'll talk to you. Paul actually used to uh, be a part of what the Navy hotline, right? Uh, yeah. For mental health resources, I've had a uh, yeah. It's it's something real bad, and and the I mean community that I work in. So it's it's something near and dear to my heart. I've had a. a more friends than I'd care to admit uh, take their own lives with with battles with themselves, um, and it, it's something real close to me. I wear this bracelet. Uh, it's if anyone, it's called the Till Valhalla Project. Uh, you can look them up. It's uh, we'll, I'll plug them. Um, but uh, twenty two active duty veterans, military members, uh, commit suicide a day. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, they, they, all the proceeds and stuff go to that. Uh, but, uh, it's their whole things like don't give in to the, the war within. Um, so it, it's something near and dear to my heart. Uh, so yeah, please, if, if you're going through anything, reach out. Yeah. There's no stigma, anything. Uh, I am fortunate, you know, I don't, uh, you know, battle with anything, but I go to therapy once a month just because it just kind of helps me stay tuned up mentally sharp. Um, and you'd be amazed. I usually have absolutely nothing going on in my life at all. I don't really struggle with mental health issues, but I come out of that and I'm just like, yeah, I didn't even like, I'll just talk about how great my life's been. And then next thing you know, it's just like a weight off your shoulder. So whatever works for you, there's no stigma at all. And, uh, there shouldn't be, but you know, it's just really, really sad. And so thinking of the Giambi family, so not what we like to hear. 
But back to lockout stuff, also on Wednesday, Evan Drellich, who I'm really liking. Uh, you know, he writes for The Athletic, and he's just kind of been all, all over. You know, yeah. we've quoted him a lot of times, this lockout stuff. And I believe he used to be a beat writer for the Houston Astros um, from what I was kind of seeing. But he's, I don't know, hes I just really like the way that he kind of communicates stuff in his articles. And on Wednesday, he tweeted out that MLB and MLBPA have scheduled their next uh, collective bargaining session. And they said they at that time they didn't know exactly when it would be, um, but then he followed it up like an hour later and said that it would be uh, for Saturday. So then um, uh, Thursday comes around, which is when Rob Manfred addressed the media. Usually, I would have listened to it live, and I planned to. Uh, last Thursday, I had like seven meetings that day, and I'm going to be honest. I wanted to watch it and prepare for you know this recording and be able to speak higher of it. But listen, it's Rob Manfred. Here's what happened. You know, he comes out, he promises some big, you know, big proposal, you know, a real step in the right direction that's going to be made on, on Saturday. You know, the, he's going to, the MLB is really going to concede some stuff, uh, get ready, you know, and then goes on to, to say just all kinds of stuff that, I mean, it's not even worth, it's just vile. It's just, it's just bullshit. You know, you, you read through it. He he was expected to announce that spring training was officially delayed, but he didn't do that. So everybody was really surprised. Everybody thought that he was going to do that. But there's a tactic here that I'll break down here in a minute. Um, but I, I don't know. I didn't give it the time of day. I think, Paul, you might have looked into it even more than I did. I haven't looked in a, in a hot second. What, but, to Rob Manfred's uh, but, thing? Yeah, what he said. There no, was some more specifics. I, I, yeah, I hate that dude. I don't want to listen to a thing. I, 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 his voice pisses me off. Yeah, it truly does. Like it's just it's painful. And if I don't know, usually we're high quality information and really do a lot. But I, I just I think we're just over be, all this bullshit. Honestly, yeah, I couldn't As be I'm bothered. To, most of you guys are too. Like it's. Every episode, we're dragging on about the same thing over and over it again. Is. So at, at a certain point, it, like you guys probably get tired of hearing it. We get tired of saying it. Yeah. A quick highlight was he talked about they actually hired an investment banker, a really good one to look at, you know, how much value, you know, franchises make versus the stock market. And he claimed that if you look, the stock, the S&P 500 outperforms, uh, you know, the owning a baseball team. That's not true. They even asked him afterwards what investment bank they used and they wouldn't disclose it or the report that was yeah. made. So, you know, I can say things too. I'm seven feet tall. Doesn't mean it's true. I got a foot so. long wiener. <laughs> exactly. Well, I know that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's not true at all. It doesn't take into account risk tolerance. Um, it's basically guaranteed money to own a baseball team. I mean, there's basically zero risk whatsoever in, in the brand. It grows. It's it's unbelievable. Um, what else? He really didn't say a whole lot. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. So uh, from what I got from that article is that Rob Manfred s- talked a whole bunch without saying a lot. Which is basically what the, the MLB has been doing this entire yeah. time, the commissioner's office. 
Um, what else? He tried to say that he's been doing, he's still the same guy from 1998 that's been, you know, dealing with labor issues. It's like, uh, bro, don't pat yourself on the back. You shouldn't. <laughs> Nobody likes you. Um, yeah, there's not, I'm not even going to get into it. If you want, go out to Twitter. You can't miss it. The Athletic, Evan, like, it's all out there. It's just exhausting. It's a, the biggest thing to take away from Thursday was surprising that he didn't announce a formal delay to spring training, you know, saying, hey, it's going to happen. And then I would say the other thing was there's this big proposal. It's coming on Saturday. It's really going to move the needle. Let's get everybody excited. Let's see what happens. So that's basically what you need to know. Andy's a chode. Yep. Um, and then I'll, while we're rolling on the subject, we'll skip over Friday and go to Saturday. Uh, Bob Nightingale tweeted out, you know, they're going to meet at one o'clock on Saturday. Uh, that's technically the fifth round of negotiations. And it'll be their first talk on core economic issues in 11 days. Um, you know, no major breakthroughs anticipated, but let's see. And then not long after that, I think the meeting lasted a little under an hour. Uh, Evan Drell just tweeted out joke. meetings. At, yeah, exactly. You should be doing like nine to five every day. Like basically like get in a room, hash it out, get in your separate corners when you need to take a break, you know, come back, just go item for item. Here's a through Z. Let's start at a, we're going to hash it out every day until we come to something. This is garbage. And we'll show you how much garbage it really is here in a second. Uh, he said the union officials were overwhelmed or underwhelmed, excuse me, underwhelmed. MLB made a large proposal compiling some other ones that they had made on economics and otherwise. That pre-arbitration bonus pool that they, you know, the players were at what, 115 and then they lowered it to like 100 and then MLB was at 10 million, I think. They MLB was so generous, Paul. They raised it from ten million to fifteen million. Now that's what I call negotiating. Yeah. Um, they also made some very slight changes to the competitive balance tax proposal. Um, they originally only offered that it go two fourteen, two fourteen, two fourteen, two sixteen, two twenty. So the next five years, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead they went two fourteen, two fourteen, two sixteen, two eighteen, two twenty two. So. You know, some real big changes. And then on another thing on league minimum salary, which is obviously very important to the players, MLB made two proposals. One was for a flat amount of $630,000 just right out of the gate. But that would be the maximum every year, one through five. So they wouldn't stair step over the next couple of years. Or the proposal would be $615,000 now. And then next year would be $650,725. And then, oh, sorry, it'd be six fifteen, and then seven twenty five is what p- players would get um, for zero to one, one to two, and then two to three years of service time. And the only increase was from two to three; they bumped it up from seven hundred to seven hundred twenty five. So very generous. Thanks, MLB. Very cool. Um, then the tax rates uh, all stayed the same. Um, of 50, 75, 100 for the three different tiers of the competitive balance tax. So if you're over X amount, there's a tier that you pay a 50% tax on every dollar. If you bump so much over the luxury tax threshold, there's like a second tier that every dollar above that is then taxed at 75,000 or 75%, excuse me. And then there is a third tier that if you exceeded, you would pay 100% tax on every dollar above that. It's like a progressive tax system. Yeah. You know, this this amount through this amount, um, they had per, they kept it at that. They didn't they didn't change it. Um, so 
Uh, well, the small changes, they used to propose that you would give up certain draft picks if you punch through the different layers of it. Um, and now there's no pick surrendered for going over tier one. But if you go over tier two and tier three, you still give up draft picks. So based, I'm sorry, the only concession is tax amounts are the same, but no more pick. You don't give up a, a third round pick if you go over tier one. Yeah. So all this is just to say they basically gave up nothing and did nothing. And I hate them more than anything. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. I mean, this is minor stuff. This is like if you and I were going out to dinner and the compromise was like, Paul, I really want Italian food. And you're like, dude, I just had Italian food. Can we get Mexican food? And I was like, well, we won't go to that Italian restaurant that I just said. We'll go to this other Italian restaurant. Like the same. <laughs> sh- I don't even I, I can't even think of a, a metaphor. Yeah. Or an, like a, they I mean, scraps. You're not negotiating when someone's at 115 or 100 and you're like, I'm going to take it. The best I can give you is 15. Like you went up 5 million. They're like real shitty used car salesmen. They're awful. Um, MLB proposed limiting the number of times a player can be optioned in a season to five. The players want to get it to four. Um, and they're also concerned about what else would come along with MLB's proposal to limit to five because it apparently has some other changes attached to it. Um, and he never uh, extrapolated on that. Yeah. And he also went went on to say that MLB presented the MLBPA with a calendar to start the regular season on time. A deal is needed by X day. And they never disclosed what days or deadlines they suggested. And they didn't say whether or not the players union agrees with the calendar so the union's still reviewing all this in real time it's monday so that all happened on saturday obviously real time right now that's just crickets yeah. like we don't know what when the union's going to reply we we don't know the next meeting set like it's it's all screwed mm-hmm. and i think technically tomorrow would be when pitchers and catchers yeah. report right so it's all fucked we're missing um a month of games minimum now i think may 1st is going to be opening day because Neither side is going to budge on this. They both want to see who will give up in the pissing contest. And the players are tired of getting dicked around. So we'll, we're going to miss games. I mean, yeah. you need a minimum four weeks for spring training. So every day past March 1st, let's call it, what, March 1st maybe? Well, no, because they need a couple days to report to spring training. I think the date is February 26th. I Have you seen so. that day floating around? Doesn't that sound right? Yeah. Basically, if... Every day past February 26th is we're going to miss a game, basically. So, and if you think a deal is getting done in the next just under two weeks, you know, 12 days, you're smoking a whole lot of crack. Like, it's not. So, we'll see. Yeah. It's exhausting. I, I hate talking about it. I mean, we got to do it, but, like, it's, I, it's exhausting. I want to circle back to the thing we skipped over about Friday because this pisses me off to no end. Oh, yeah. That, that's all you yeah. can get it. So, the MLB proposed... That minor league players are not going to get paid during spring training because they are in a trainee status. And this is outside of the lockout, by yeah. the way. This is a the, this is a separate issue. Yeah. Sorry, just to be clear. That it's just great optics for baseball. Not only can we not get baseball on the field, we're trying not to pay minor leaguers to go to spring training. Here's the thing. At any job you go to, any job, anywhere, ever, 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 you still get paid paid to get trained. Yeah, that's the promised land. When you started like McDonald's and stuff, remember? You get to watch all those videos. That, that's the promised land, yeah. man. Racking up that seven fifteen an hour. That's like saying, Oh, guess what? We're not gonna pay we're not gonna pay kids while they're in boot camp. We're not going to like 
So you essentially want them to be unpaid interns. Yep. When they've dedicated their whole lives to to perfecting this craft, earn the top two percent of people in the world at at what they do. And they were they live in poverty yeah. basically. Um, and just last year in October, they finally agreed to house the minor leaguers. We had five, four or five grown ass professional athletes, some of the best in the world, sleeping on the floor, or all sleeping in like one hotel room to save money. Like poverty, living in po- how does that benefit the owners? Yeah. They're just now paying for housing. They and they use some some lawyer that came up and said that. You know, uh, privately, the players would be, you know, if they tried to, you know, ramp up and use facilities and everything similar to spring training, you know, everything that the minor leagues provide for them to do that, it would cost twenty two hundred a week. Well, guess what? They work for you like they like they're not unionized, but like those are your employees, so to speak. You're you're going to benefit from the talent as they move through the system. And if they make it, you're going to make all this money off the name image. Like, you know, that whole spiel, like you take care of them. Wouldn't you want to take care of them? Like, don't you want them to, to, to train and stay healthy, healthy and, and live comfortably. Yeah. Like just as a, at a human level, it's one argument. But then on the other thing, if you treat your employees like absolute dirt and then some, and not just like, oh, you're, you know, you know, a bad job. Like in this case, these athletes are different. You need them to be healthy and and trained yeah. correctly and in trainers and facilities. That that's just the cost of doing business. And now you don't want to pay them? Yeah. Or you're arguing they shouldn't be paid? Bro, if we weren't obsessed with baseball, I would literally never look at baseball yep. again. And that's what's going to happen. Fans, like literally, that's, not only does it suck for us, but we can wait it out as much as this blows. But people are never going to come back to baseball. This is what happened in 94. Now, they missed half a little under half a season in a World Series. But in replacement players, it's not going to get yeah. that bad. Because Rob Manfred, that's another thing. Rob Manfred made sure he didn't outright say it, but he alluded that, you know, we're not going to use replacement players. Yeah. We'd never get that. We're bad. not going to put minor league players for actual major league talent. Yeah, which is by, you know, replacement players. Yeah. But every optics around baseball is just like a donkey's ass right now. Like, I don't, uh, asshole, actually. I don't, I don't even yeah. know how to say it. But if you even were just like, yeah, give or take about baseball, I would never turn never, back. Ever. This is exhausting. This makes me not want to care. If it wasn't for all the beautiful fans, yeah, I wouldn't. I would, but it's just like we're gonna lose fans. This is why the game won't grow. This is why little kids don't care about it. This is why people don't know who Mike Trout Baseball is. Already this is why, like a, a flashy sport like football or basketball, it, it, it's a slow sport, but it's also very exciting if you know what's going on. But it's hard to get into because it, there's there's so much that goes on that you don't see every yep. play. And if, if people if they're doing everything they can to make people not like baseball. Yep. Baseball's biggest enemy is literally itself. Yep. I mean, that's the only way to put it. And that sounds so cheesy and dumb, like, oh yeah, but I mean it's true. Like baseball is baseball's biggest enemy. Yeah. And and what's holding it holding I don't, dude, I don't know. I can't. I literally can't with this crap. I mean, what's your official guess now at when we get games? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think we we miss a month uh minimum uh maybe a month and a half. 
Yeah. If they don't, because I mean, we're just nowhere. Their, their thumbs out of their dicks. I don't think anything's happening. And then you see all these these MLB reporters, people that work for MLB, that are just the biggest bootlegger or bootleggers, excuse me, bootlickers. Like they're literally deep throating the MLB's boots, saying things like "time for the players to make big concessions." What? The players are the only ones that have made yeah. any concession whatsoever. Like they're not going to get everything they want, but they've conceded. They've come down 10, 15 million on things. They're they're trying to negotiate, but like. When you ask for 115 and someone's like, you get 10, that's, and then you're like, okay, you get 15. What? That's not negotiating. Yeah. That's just being an ass. So I'm, I don't want the players to roll over, but I understand the consequences. The, the MLB will feel reven, loss of revenue because people won't tune in. They're going to lose fans. People won't go to the stadiums. Yeah. Like even when it comes back. Sad, sad, sad. What's the phrase? If saving a saving a nickel today will cost you a dollar tomorrow. Is that what the phrase is, or something nah, like that? That's exactly what's happening. They're trying to save a little bit now. You know what I mean? To for what's going to happen, it's going to cost them. Yeah. in the future. All right. Should we get into the next part so we cannot be sad anymore? Let's do it. All right. Let's, I'll let you introduce. Yeah. It. That's uh. We'll be right back, guys. Love you. Thank you, fan. All right, and uh, we're back. We had a little bit of a break because uh, we were getting my sister's boyfriend, John, in here to kind of uh, – we're going to play a little game uh, here in a second. Uh, but, John, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Paul did a good job on it. And the whole reason why I'm on the podcast is that uh, I am his sister's boyfriend. As weird as that uh, may sound, but uh, kick the shit no. out of you, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, been a ba- been a baseball fan my whole life. Played baseball my whole life. Uh, I like to say I've played competitive baseball uh, with travel ball, and I don't know, Paul may know, but we were playing in six different states throughout the summers and stuff like that. So I like to think I have knowledge about the game, um, some type of wisdom. I like to think, but not not as good as others. That's about it. Yeah, yep. Caitlin's boyfriend. <laughs> and you're a Yankee fan, right? Just so everybody knows. Yeah, so, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna keep that off of it, but if if we want to put it put it out there, I am a Yankee fan. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so everyone, so everybody can basically can just fucking let them have it. <laughs> right. Yeah, let them have we'll, it on Twitter we'll and tag just him in this me, episode we'll be, on Twitter, we'll so you guys there. can just roast him. Rip on it. Yep. And, and honestly, you could probably just pause the show here. Like, I don't, I don't really yeah. see a reason to keep <laughs> listening to him. Maybe we just place his audio out yeah, and just right. pretend that we actually let him on. You'd be so lucky. Some make a wish foundation no. thing. <laughs> Jeez, I had to give him That's the business boring. the other day. Yet last night on Twitter, I had to give him a little light, a little light roast. He was acting up in the mentions. But uh, so you, you are you in the there. army? Yeah, are you in the army, John? Yep. Yep. All right. Thank you for your service. Oh, stop it. You're welcome. Well, I, I mean it, but I appreciate it. <laughs> stop it. He's, he's a bitch. Don't, don't let him fool you. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, ba- I'm basically trained. That's all yeah. it is. That's all <laughs> How long have is. you been in? Uh, it'll be a year this month. Yep. Okay. So he is. He's real wet behind the ears as someone that's a private citizen. And... Oh, gotcha. Weekend, he's... weekend warrior, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, 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 make, I'd make some Navy jokes, but I don't think they're 
That's fine. For the pod. I've been doing this ship for nine years. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's been on a ship and actually been around the world and done stuff. Right. So yeah, right. go ahead and roast right. him. The guy that just like runs in circles like once a month on the weekends <laughs> to get free Alex, college. Shut the fuck up. You can't say anything. I know. I can't. There I got go. I got Yankees fan and uh and weekend work. Yeah. That's yeah. all I feel. That's all right, Paul. So, so what are what are we doing so, here? So uh I came up with this idea that I figured would be fun. Um so we have a list here of all all three of us made a list of our top five uniforms of all time. Uh, so we're going to go through and uh, kind of rate them and talk about them and, and see. I, I think so, we ha- some of us have some of them in common some, and uh, some of us don't. So I say, uh, are we going to go five, four, three, two, one? Yeah, we can do it that yeah. way, and we'll do our best to describe them, and then I think we probably put out our favorite on Twitter eventually, or maybe we do, I can do three separate tweets, because I'll try and be as descriptive as possible, yeah. that way people listening obviously can't see what we see, Yeah. Um, but uh, you guys will know a lot of these, you guys are, are baseball fans if you're listening, so, so you'll know. Uh, John, do you want to get a, give us your, your, top, your number five? Number five, oh, well I would love to start it. Uh, number five, as much as it hurts to say as a Yankees fan, uh, Cleveland Indians, the off-white. Okay. That's the yep. best way I can explain it. I don't, yeah. They didn't wear them last year, I don't think. Uh, no. Last time I saw them, Kipnis. It was a picture of Kipnis, so it had to have been a couple years ago. Yeah, it's that like cream off-white yeah, with, with the, the there was no font. Yep. Yeah, and the yep. red with hat. Wahoo. Yeah, we don't, we don't, five. we don't do that here anymore, yeah. John. John, so, <laughs> just, it's a new era. But no, those, those are crispy. I, I know what you're talking about. Obviously, I'm looking at a picture, but those cream, they would wear them in the summer. Yeah. Usually, it's yep. just that that real stark contrast. No name on the back, which I actually hate because uh, I like to. I don't know. I I get it. It's a design choice, but that's a good looking. Right. Good looking jersey, and I'm kind of mad I forgot that because not just because it's my team. That's a good looking jersey. I, I almost put those in there, but they didn't make the cut for me. Okay. Uh, so, Alex, what's your number five? See, I, di- I, f- I didn't rank them, but I think I know where I'll put oh, it. It's kind of an order here. Clown. I'm going to do it as I go. Um, I think that it's going to be the... Uh, Washington Nationals alternate home jerseys, okay. and they're pretty plain. So it's going to be white, and then red cap, and then red number, and usually the red high socks. But then the you know the W, the curly W, is red, white, and blue. Yeah. And it's just like a nice little touch. They have a blue jersey with the same thing, but I like the white. Okay. I love red, white, and then that curly W. It's just a cool little touch. Yeah. And it's not. You know what I? It's not just the on day? the. The Washington Nationals logo is pretty much the same thing as the Walgreens logo. Uh-huh. It's yeah. the exact same. Yeah. The exact same. Yeah. So that's kind of Put funny. a curly W in the books. Yeah. That's what they say when they like close the financial books at Walgreens. So, you know, <laughs> same same thing. But I, it's just a nice little subtle thing, but obviously they play in DC and yeah. I, I don't know. I just I'm a sucker for that. It's not just a once a weekend. It's a it's an actual alternate. Yeah. So nothing I too will flashy say it's there. A nice uni, but it didn't even make the honor. <laughs> And I get that. I was. It's I was too st- basic. 
Yeah. I wanted to see one where it was like red and then like a white one with the, I yeah. don't know, but it, it, I was struggling a little bit here because I, I did more current and more recent than, than all time. I'm a very clean oh, yeah. style. I did a deep dive. Yeah. So my number five is the 2002 to 2006 uh, sleeveless Arizona pinstripes with the blue undershirts uh, back when their colors yep. were like that, that blue and green. Uh, what, or what you saw? It's or purple. purple. Yeah, sorry. Please get your eyes checked. <laughs> I don't know why Which... I said blue. I know it's purple. Uh, the the okay. one like the one you see Randy Johnson pitching in all the time. Um, yep. So uh, just uh, I'm a sucker for sleeveless uniforms. I just think that they're classic. They look they look sweet. Um, like the vest. Uh, and and hey, doing research. This is up there. I mean, this is on most people's like all time yeah. goaded uniform list it is yeah. it's it's classic i mean because they won the world series in 2002 or was it 2001 Ooh, 2002? that's a good question i don't I'm remember i'm pretty sure it's 2002 i got it Hold as on. we all try and type i type faster than you so i'll get it Diamondbacks world series 2001 sorry so yeah 2000 hey it's 2001 <laughs> thanks this happens every time i give him a 10 second head start and i'm like ah something you gotta do yourself yeah. i roll up my sleeves and start. you know what they say if you want something done right yeah i'm also yeah, trying to it, do it, it on my phone and shit back here when you're just like okay. yeah <laughs> yeah me i'm in <laughs> it's like, like i'm in just hacking so obviously we nobody gave their number four yet but i mean john i feel like we gotta we gotta segue here because you guys were on the same page yeah, so oh, yeah. for number four, I as well did put the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. I uh, made a little note. Make sure to put Randy Johnson somewhere mm-hmm. in my sentence. You know, as such a good pitcher he was, it's got to be mentioned in any Arizona Diamondback uniform. Yeah. So let me ask you this. If Randy Johnson wasn't wearing it or attributed to it, like because obviously it's synonymous. It's like mm-hmm. you see him in that yeah. uniform, you're like, uh, uh, uh. Um, right, it, right. If he w- isn't in the picture, does the uniform still do it yeah. for you? Like, do you think it still holds the same stock? In my opinion, no. Oh, yeah. Okay, I like that. I love the. I, you I think mean, he carries it a little I just, bit? I think the uniforms are dope. So, I guess to add to that, I think more so the player wearing it makes the uniform. Like, I put honorable mention the eighty-three to ninety-one Royals. Bo Jackson, their powder mm-hmm. blue uniforms, their rogue okay. uniforms. Man, he did do his homework. I gotta not act up. He's gonna They're, be the new host. <laughs> <laughs> they are ugly. But if I see Bo Jackson walking around with those uniforms, you're like, I'm gonna come. Yeah. yeah. There's something different about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because it is. I see that, and it's like what I think of if you tell me that is I picture Randy Johnson in yeah. it. Yeah. It doesn't do much for me, but I, I respect it. I mean, it's it's iconic. It, it's not a bad looking one. I just you guys will get a flavor for my kind of uniform style. Yeah, you're very basic kind of like. complaint. True, basic white. Yeah. Page. So why don't you go number four then, Paul? So, that was since we uh, kind of my number four here. are the Chicago White Sox throwbacks with the uh, the black and red stripe across the middle of it, going horizontal. Oh yeah, the, the white on white with the. Uh, they have the red and black piping going down the pants and the red and black uh, stripe going across the sleeves and chest. Uh, mm-hmm. I, they're just clean. I, I, they're, it's something different. 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. The White Sox, they're crispy. I mean, the 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 white with the you know socks, yeah. just the socks and and on the helmets. Not in love with the helmets, but I mean, it's a good look. It's just clean. Gives you that old time. I mean, it's a throwback, so it gives you that old time oh, vibe. Was that, was that your four? So, yeah, it was my four. Some key parts. So good, good pick. So for me, uh, number four, I didn't have an order here to keep it a little spicy. I would say, yeah, I'd probably go with the like Manny Machado era. So what is that? Like 2016, 2017 Orioles, their home jerseys. So you got the just the straight, the pure orange. And a lot of the players would, you know, in Baltimore, especially early in the year, they'd wear long sleeve black. And then, you know, this exact picture of Manny is yeah. exactly what I'm like, uh, you know, with kind of I think they wear like an off gray pants with orange batting glove. I mean, everything about this is just kind of like it pops. Mm-hmm. It's like contrasting colors, but they go together at the same time. And it's just a unique color uniform yeah. combo. It's very, very clean. I'm not going to say it's an all time great. I guess my list is more like my favorites. Yeah. You know, what? which ones get me revved up on V-Day a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? And this, Manny's doing it for me. Just a, It's just a good, clean... Yeah. See, you went with a, not very, a, boring... a very basic Orioles jersey, and we'll get into a better Orioles jersey here in a second. Yeah, I think that was an all-time great. And I haven't really seen your list yeah. that much. I'm trying to, like, play, play, you know, not dumb, but keep it simple mm-hmm. here a little bit. Again, so, I think it's one of those uniforms wants... that the player makes the uniform. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I, I give you that. Such a basic uniform, but you see Manny Machado in it. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah, it's just a clean. It's different than the same old, you know, copy paste white jersey with the team name. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's why I like some of the stark contrast yeah. colors and stuff. All right, Paul, why don't you go number three then? My number three is the uh, St. Louis Cardinals powder blues. Uh, yep. that I tried to buy a Yadier Molina jersey in this when we went to St. Louis, but they didn't have it in the blue, so I got it in the, the off-white. No, they didn't have it in anything other than a medium or a I think it was a small. Yeah. yeah. Which <laughs> did not fit. We tried, No, they, they, I think they had... Yeah, I think they had a large, and I went and tried it on, and the large didn't fit. No. It didn't fit, like, on my shoulders. Uh, but the yeah the powder blue for St. Louis just super clean, um, something different, and I, the the powder blue with the red on it just pops. John, your thoughts? It's higher on the list. <laughs> okay, it's higher on the list. That's that's all. Okay. That's all I can say. Powder blue just gives me nostalgia feelings. Okay. Ball. We would we would call them our Sunday blues, and if you're playing on Sundays, that means playing in some type of championship game. Um, so anything powder blue, it's just it's the chef's kiss. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. It does. We've talked about this before. After because they played in this, Paul, didn't they? When we were when we saw them. When we went to St. Louis this summer for our little road trip, did, didn't wasn't that the? Jersey? I don't think they wore these. I think it was just they started wearing them, and you, I knew how much you liked them. And then when we went, obviously you were trying to buy a jersey and stuff. Yeah. So I respect them. It's one of those, but I, I'm just not a powder blue guy. I I don't know what it is. I yeah, I don't Alex I don't know what it is. These are ugly. I didn't say ugly. That's what you it's one of those things that. that 
Yeah, maybe at the time, but I respect it. It's it's a classic look. It just doesn't do anything for me. It's kind of funky. I don't know. But honorable mention on my list of like number six or seven is just like the Cardinals uniforms just in general. Like in they're general. just just in general. I put like number six, number seven on mine would be just literally what they run out there. And I think they have an off white one that's almost identical to their everyday jerseys. And that's even yeah. oh, that's, that's even the better. one that I bought for Yachty. Yep. Yeah. Yes, you did. It's like that light cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When yes, we please. went, they wore the the just the normal white on white. Yeah, which is still it's just a, a baseball town, great baseball organization, just simple, clean. I'm stretching a little bit, but it's just like their uniforms are just like iconic. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a gr- it's a good look. So that was your three. So what do you got, John? Uh, I had the White Sox, uh, the City Connect. So they're blackout. The South Side one. Okay. South Side. Now those are just clean. That's all it is. Yeah. Black on black. White pinstripes, south side across the chest. That's it's just clean. So I hate these jerseys personally. Uh, yeah, I'm not even trying to be funny. I I want to like them because I liked so many of the south or not south side. Excuse me, the city connect ones, which was a great idea. Good job, MLB, for once in your yeah. life. Um, I didn't like them. I don't know. It's too much pinstripe. It's so much pinstripe. It's a, It looks like it's going to take me to like divorce court. Like there's so much pinstripe. <laughs> I don't know. I think for any any uniform, it's not the basic white on white. And if the pants and the shirt match in the same color, for some reason, catch my eye. It's just it's just different. Yeah. It's kind of like when people wear like a jean jacket with like jeans and you're like, whoa, man, that's a Ooh. lot of denim. Like I I like some some contrast. It's just a little too monochromatic. If they put like a, a off white or gray pants with this, I think I would have loved them and been like, yo, those slap. But it is a lot of pinstripe. I'll, so. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. All right, Alex, what's your number it's, three? So number three for me is going to be um, kind of similar, but I had actually put it in here before the Orioles, and that's called the, um, what is it? F- Welcome something family. We are family. We are family um, alternate jerseys for the Pittsburgh Pirates between 2016 and 2019, and it's a callback to, um, and I want to make this clear, back I want to say it was the 70s or 80s, and the Pittsburgh Pirates were like a, just a bright, yeah. you know, obviously yellow, all yellow jersey with all black pants, but just like a yellow stripe up it. And then they wear these almost like train conductor hats with like yellow lines. Mm-hmm. Like it's like backwards, uh, be like reverse pinstripes yeah. almost instead of vertical. It goes horizontal. And uh, I don't like the hats. I, that's too much for me. But with this exact picture of McCutcheon with just that matte g- black which is the you know yellow P on his batting helmet yeah. is doing it for me. Like that's just it's so simple, but it's just such see, a good. This look. is the jersey where, in my mind, a player makes it, and I see this and I think of Roberto Clemente. Yeah, okay. which with the hat, a lot of people will you know yeah. have that picture of him with with the with the uh, fielding, yeah. not the batting. You know the the fielding hat with the like I said, it's almost like a conductor kind of pin yeah. stripe, but horizontal. Um, that's a little much for me, but this exact look is just so clean and contrasty and it's just like, nom, 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 nom. I love yeah. it. Do you want, oh, no, I think, I think the pirates in general, just a team. I don't think they have a single uniform that actually looks good. 
in my opinion, I don't think the Pirates have a single uniform. God, Alex, he's coming for your throat. Hey, that's fair. (laughs) That's fair. I mean, it's probably the, like, Cleveland and him, right? Where it's just, like, you can't like anything, and it looks so similar to the Steelers. The whole whole city, like, even the Penguins have the same color scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is fair, and a lot of these colors I would never wear, like in my personal wardrobe. Al, yeah. at, like Alex actually, wears basically, much black every day, black red. and red, basically every day. Um, so maybe it's just living vicariously. Yeah. But right. yeah, don't want to get too out of yeah. my comfort zone. It's like watching Fifty Shades of Grey, but you're like, ooh, no, I'm not. Who would do that? <laughs> How could anybody be so spicy? <laughs> oh my god. Do you want to grab back to back since you haven't gone first? You want to do your number two? Yeah. I'm trying to pick, but I know in my heart. So I'm going to go with, I, know which one I believe do. it's the current alternate road jerseys for the Milwaukee yeah. Brewers. And this, you can, nobody on this call can tell me that that is not a fire ass fit. It's too much like that Michigan. Of the, it's Michigan colors. Oh my God! You guys are yeah. so dramatic. You must not know what good uniforms look like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is coming from the Southside Connect guy. Um, <laughs> but it's the yellow. Uh, it's yellow brimmed, yeah. blue everywhere else, or not brimmed. Sorry, the, just the face of the hat is yellow with the uh, baseball glove, you know, logo on the front and blue. Then everything around it's blue, um, and then just that Brewers blue with. Uh, some a stripe up the middle and then milwaukee and yellow and then this like grayish light gray pants these are and clean it, it, there's a picture of yelich in this and it's not just the player because we're literally looking at like a, a, a nike mannequin. store mannequin yeah. dressed up in it and it's fire but then you see it with the players on it and yeah. it's just like mm, 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 mm. it is so clean and they wear these now yeah so it's still current yeah it's a strong two for me. It is. It's. I'm like, man, this is. I, a good I do jersey. think those are clean. They they didn't make my list, but I think they're clean. They're a strong honorable mention, and that's and that's where they landed yeah. on my list. Wow. So my number two, You're just a guest. Don't forget are that. a <laughs> the the yellow on yellow with uh the Oakland yellow sleeveless throwbacks with the Kelly green under the yellow uh vests with the Kelly green socks, mm-hmm. um. These do something for me. I don't know. I, I think it's the the uh, the colors. I don't know. The Kelly green and yellow just do something. Okay. No, funny, funny enough, those also made the honorable mentions list, but all time, I just think there's better uniforms. Yeah. Oh, well, everyone can be wrong. It's okay. It's a lot of yellow. That's my only criticism. So it's kind of iconic because, I mean, yellow and green. I, I Is there any other no, no one team, else does. a professional? Yeah, I don't think there's any professional team other than them and any sport yeah. that does this color. It's a lot of yellow, though, because it's just the sleeves are green, the hat's green, and then torso down to socks is just straight Big Bird yellow. Yep. Yep. So it's it's a lot, but you like a good throwback. You're a slut for, I am a, a, slut for a throwback. Uh, like something really like out there. I'll do a like lot of things for a good t- throwback. Man. It's a statement piece. I'll give yeah. you that. It's a statement piece. All right. And then, John, we'll give you two and one. Yep. Two and yep. one. All right. Well, for two, I as well did the St. Louis Cardinals powder blue. Again, yep. blue on blue, Sunday blues. Clean. The way the Cardinals can do it and put a uniform together, it's just clean. Yep. It is. Yep, and we're going to skip over John's number one. We don't need to talk about it. 
It's an honorable mention on mine <laughs> for certain it, it reasons. It is a very classic historical uniform. I, 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 I so give it to I us. Thought about it. All right. Well, when when I think baseball, I think of going to the ballpark with my dad, watching nine other Dominican Republic guys play. <laughs> a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> a good hot dog you know for cleveland guys uh progressive field always has a good brat my dad always got a miller light uh, last and certainly not least when i think of baseball i think of pinstripes and nobody does yeah. it better than the new york yankees yeah it's an honorable mention yeah uh just because it's iconic I think it's the same jersey. We all apparently did more research than we usually would for this. I want to say since 1913, is it basically untouched? Does that mm-hmm. sound right? Yeah, the only yeah, so, I mean, only other team that's like that is the Dodgers, all whites. Yeah, I didn't know in doing this research how much the Dodgers like so, I, basically like, haven't touched them. Yeah. Yeah. Another it's, honorable mention. Yeah. It's changed shades. Obviously, it's more of a cleaner white now. Uh, I don't. There's pictures out there like uh, Yogi Berra next to Derek Jeter. Pinstripes have always stayed just the shades of white. Yeah, been different. As painful as it is, I mean, it's it's baseball. Like you can't, in the words of A Rod, which is the picture you took, baseball. <laughs> the fucking alien himself. I, yeah, I put, it, I put it up there just for you guys. Made sure to find an A Rod picture. You <laughs> yeah. guys, you guys, you guys were beefing on him. Yeah. Ago. You you got you got the goat Derek Jeter on here, but it's okay. I said I said Poppy, can this kid play? But uh yeah, I mean it's an honorable mention. It's like number six, and again the Dodgers I almost put because it man, they really do have clean with that matte blue and they it's just yeah. I almost put the Cubs even, as painful as that is Fuck to get Cubs. out of my mouth. Like yeah. they're just I that's iconic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just iconic. But yep, the Yankees are the OG, truly. All right, Paul, number one. So my number one, I called them the uh, Johnny Cash uniforms, Baltimore's black-on-black uniforms. I didn't find these, or I would have had these on my list. So they, they didn't wear them. that I think they wore them for like one year, if that's it. Um, the, Heat. These things are fire. So they're they're uh, black pants, black top, Orioles, and orange across it with the uh, – Orange uh, stirrup socks with a black hat. Just heat. Yeah, the black on black does it for me. I could do an orange belt here, though. This exact picture, which I think we'll tweet out our top maybe three. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll just blow up Twitter with like 15 tweets (laughs) of all these pictures. I'll figure it out so everybody buckle up for that. But I could probably do an orange orange belt on this, maybe. But I don't. But it's. That's a good look. Imagine that with like a, Alex with his contrast. Yeah, with like a flat, yeah. like a black and like a flashy glove with like a little orange tint on it too. Oof. Yeah, just like a little. Oh, oh. Yeah, macaroni <laughs> with the chicken strips. <laughs> Alex, Alex, one thing I would love to see. I want to know if you're the type of guy playing MOB the show, playing up against someone. You get to choose your own uniforms. What okay. yours look like? <laughs> what mine look like? Yeah, say you pick a team, you're definitely the guy that mixes up different years and throws together a wacky uniform. <laughs> okay, so sometimes I, I do. do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll usually pick an off-white color to go with like the bold, you know, I, instead of just white on, you know, uh, 
uh, let's say blue, right? With with a top or white on red. I might try and find like that off road, like BP on the road in 1973 gray pants. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to send this shit. This is fire. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Madden either. Like the old PS2 Madden games. Yeah. I pumped that shit up, man. That music in the background, pump, pump it up. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, this fit goes crazy. (laughs) Yeah. This one, no stopping for sure. With rest in peace, John Madden. Goat. Yep. Goat. Yeah. And so for my number one to round this out, and this is, I've always been super passionate about this, and the picture doesn't do it justice. I really like it with the, like, on a player, it, it hits different is the 2016, and I believe this still might be their road alternates or road, I think it's just the road uniforms for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, a lot of monochromatic, so little, little surprising for me, but it, it's got some gold, you know, outline around the Arizona in like a, a blackish kind of color, you know, for the name Arizona, and then red in the nice, cool, almost like shiny, like, I don't know how you'd really describe that, but just like a cool colored red for the number underneath it. Black hat with, you know, the A logo. But it's just the color of gray in this photo doesn't come through enough. Oh, and then they have like a an actual the a diamondback snake holding a baseball on the on the sleeve. But they wear this with like a matte gray, almost that same color as um, you know, the Dodgers blue. Mm batting helmets but they do it with this like smoky gray with this oh my god this is my favorite when i think about like one uniform that i am so passionate about and i think i've said it on here before this is it like i just immediately am like arizona diamondbacks road like i don't know what it is i know it's not that flashy but it's just so clean yeah you have said that I, I i will testify for alex he has been on this pedestal since 2016 yeah Ever since they came out. And I know it might not do much for anybody else. And this photo we're looking at doesn't really do it justice. But there's a photo out there of someone rounding the bases with it on and the batting helmet. And I'm just like, oh. It, I do like these more than the current ones where they have like that weird like gradation going on down it. Yeah. But I think those just look tacky. That's fair. Also, the Los Serpientes uh, was an honorable mention. Yeah, the, it almost made it. But it's a little too... They used like that same cream for the pants, so it's like a lot. Yeah. Like if they did it with a black or something, again, too monochromatic, just does not pass the Boston Alex City I test. Connectors, he's almost made it on my list. Those weren't those were like top five honorable mentions. Yeah, weren't those green? Yeah, they're yellow. They're oh yeah, yellow, they're yellow, yellow. Excuse me. I thought it's amazing. I let yellow onto this somewhere. list. Maybe I'm glad I don't I'm not know. Crazy. To be honest with you, Alex, he lost me at monochromatic. <laughs> Yeah. Alex likes to throw out big words. I'm the same way. He I know for us Magador boys, you got to keep it. Uh, you got to keep it simple. He's from Magador too. <laughs> oh, you <True>. are. <laughs> yeah, it just goes to yeah. show you you can get out. You can get out you can if get you out work hard enough. Down. You can get out. No, but I didn't listen in Mr. Gusky's uh, design classes. Know what monochromatic meant? <laughs> yeah, I'm not artsy you at all. Just all it means is too much you of one color. That That's one all it means. She's a Damn saint. She's a saint. She God sent. We should have Mrs. Rogowski on. Yeah, I'll hit her up. She'd love it. Well, yeah. I think uh, actually she'd probably be a good sort. I think her cousin is a coach in Double A AA or Triple A. Uh, so talk to me when he gets to the majors. Miss Rogowski's. Wow. wow. 
I think it's Miss Raguski. Her, her like, aunt, her like second cousin, uh, played for the White Sox. I forget what his name is, but I remember he came in. So are we my just making year. stuff up now? Or? No, yeah. he actually came and talked to us my senior year. <laughs> Damn. Why can't we should, I we remember plug. what his name was? That's going to bother me. It wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he Some played, guy, Taylor. He played for a couple yeah. years. Some guy Taylor went to high school with, wasn't really friends or anything, but just knew him, uh, was a reliever for the Chicago Cubs now. He came in like after they blew it up at the trade Ooh, deadline. Fuck him. And I was like, huh, let me see. He got blown the fuck up in his opener. I was like, good. good. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're in a hey. dilemma. <laughs> yep. He was like three runs on like two thirds of an inning, yeah. and I'm like, get Ben. <laughs> She's like, Well, you know he's making like league minimum now, so it doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> I'd rather not play at all professional baseball and get blown up. Yeah, you're and fucking play for the Cubs. Uh, uh. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, this has been fun. So those were our top yep. five uniforms. We'll let this episode breathe a little bit, and I'll probably post them tomorrow yeah. after people have had the chance to. And I think we came up with enough names, and you, you know, everybody, we all researched separately and kind of threw it together. But I think we had years to pin, mm-hmm. so you can Google mm-hmm. them, and hopefully, it's not an atrocity to listen to. I mean, I know we had a Yankees fan on, but please yeah. continue to to love the show. Wow, that's horrible. Wow. And you know how you, yeah. Yes, absolutely. 100. Yeah. <laughs> I have a no Yankees policy on here. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, thanks for coming on, yeah, John. John. We appreciate it. Fun, You're man. always welcome. No, always thank welcome you. back. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It was a pleasure. So, if you like what you hear, please be sure to follow the show and subscribe, and make sure you put on an automatic download so you never miss an episode. You'd look like an idiot if you're. Imagine if a Yankees fan had automatic downloads on at the bar and, and, you, and didn't. you didn't like, I think you would honestly have to switch teams. Yeah. So don't, don't let that happen to you. We care about you too much. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at two, one, six baseball pod. Uh, we'll make sure to put uh, John's at, or John, you could throw it at, but you, you want people to know you're at or. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess they're pretty simple. If you guys, if you guys want to come bash me on social media, um, Please do. I think uh, Instagram's just uh, Dasco John Nine, um, and then I think it's the same for Twitter as well. But uh, the two one six baseball pod can throw something out there for you. Yeah, so make sure to follow him. And uh, as always, you can send us an email if you want to come on the show or uh, give us some feedback. Anything two one six baseball pod at gmail dot com, and we will see you next week. And hopefully we'll have baseball eventually, but don't hold your breath because you'll pass out. So guards up, baby. baby. Let's go.